0: Welcome to Practical Access. I'm Lisa Deeker. And I'm Rebecca Hines. And Lisa is jumping out of her seat for today's guest. Um, Lisa, introduce your friend and mine.
1: So, let's see. Tiara, Goddess, Guru, I don't know what she'll ask me. Her name is Wendy Morowski, but she's also a very dear friend. And Wendy is a professor at Cal State Northridge. She's an endowed chair. And we'll just kind of add that she knows a little bit about co-teaching, inclusion, and many other topics. I've heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of them. So, well, Welcome, Wendy.
2: We're excited you're with us. Well, it's hard sitting across the two of you guys <laughs> thinking that I'm going to have anything good to say, but I will try. We know you will. So we're starting today just kind
1: of summarizing since it's the 100th anniversary of what, what's something in your last 100 years? I know you're mm. like 102. but just about. Yeah. Um, that you would really be excited and really want to highlight as kind of like the pinnacle of something that you feel like you've
2: contributed to the field to this point. Oh, that I've contributed. Well, <laughs> I'm an Army. Brat. So I'm military and I've lived a lot of different places. And that means I've also experienced actually being in a one-room schoolhouse when I was young. And so when I think to the field and how we've progressed, you know, we started with nobody having access to, well not nobody having access to education, but only a few people having access to education. And that's changed a lot in the last hundred years. Um, So I think what I've contributed in my time is really helping people look at that one-room schoolhouse. Um, And now it's our general education classroom, and we've got a million other options, but how do we look at that and say, we've got all these kids, and they're so diverse, and now instead of doing these silos or all of our specialized learning that we've finally gotten, which is kind of awesome, it's excellent that we have specialists who know, you know, special education or occupational therapy or, you know, all of our different areas, but how do we now take them and bring them right back to kind of where we started. So I feel like what I've provided to the field is really uh, a lens on how do we collaborate, how do we play nicely, which is pretty much not adding to the field much because kindergarten teachers have been doing that forever. <laughs> <laughs> so as I look back, I guess I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I would say just really, really helping us look at, it's really okay. We've, we've always had a lot of diversity. Now it's okay to say how do we address it and how do we do it together using all of our specialized experience
0: right and i think you know the word that i heard there that stands out and that all of us <laughs> focus on constantly is access and and how do you give access so wendy you work with a lot of schools mm-hmm. What is your first tip? Let's say I'm working in a school at any level. I might be a teacher. I might be an administrator. And I want to be more inclusive and provide access to, to more students, to that, that general education, that one-room mm-hmm. schoolhouse idea.
2: What is my first step? I think first is mindset. Mindset. And unfortunately, I feel like that that's it, such an easy answer, but it's also so huge. But if you truly feel like, hey, I, I do, I want to learn more, I want to do more, um, and then you share that mindset with others and say, it's really, I, I'm scared. I'm, I know it's going to take work. I know I maybe I don't have the resources, I don't have the expertise yet, but I have the right mindset. I think that's first. Then I would really look at universal design for learning. Um, our learning sciences have come a long way. We know about neurodevelopmental profiles. We know that kids learn differently. It's not a shock. Nobody's a shock for that. But because we know that, if we now have the mindset of, okay, so how do I just pro- start providing all these different means, it's going to help access. It's going to help inclusion, and not just kids with identified disabilities, but really Right. It's it's really about everybody. It's that one room schoolhouse. <laughs> right. So if
0: I'm if I'm if I'm a, a teacher, then it's maybe those things sharing shoulder to shoulder. And
2: if I'm an administrator, maybe I'm planning for my building. It's still the mindset piece with the administrator. It's really helping everybody understand, look, we're in this together. We've we do have a lot of expertise in our own schools. We can bring in experts for sure, but we have a lot of expertise. Even that UDL, even that understand, uh, um, universal design for learning can be modeled by an administrator to say, my faculty are different. They have different areas of expertise. They have different passions and strengths. How can I change my faculty meeting to model the fact that I respect differences in everything I do? And right. that goes from the district office on down. If we keep doing everything lockstep in the way we've always done it, we're not modeling that we want something different. So I love the fact that, you
1: know, you talked about a one room schoolhouse, but you really said, but don't treat anybody like the right. same. So yeah. I love that, that, that paradox. And so I know something that you believe in that you've seen as one person can change the world. And, and so imagine the world, I don't know, 10, 20, 50, hundred years from now in the field of special ed. What is your vision for that individual kid, teacher, school, house
2: School room. What? What do you? So do you I'll think keep with the like house that? analogy because yeah. Lisa, you have a new house, <laughs> and I've been working on this l- new analogy. But um, so if you think of the administrators as like contractors, and then teachers would be the foreman. The house, the homeowner is really the parent. The house itself would be the child, and that house could be a small house, a big house, an apartment with a lot of kids. You know, whatever. I think we all we would all recognize that okay, there are different city ordinances, there are different laws that we're considering in different places. There are different house styles that we want. Homeowners going to have personal preferences for how their house is made and built. And there's a whole lot of stuff. Some need a lot of dirt. Some, <laughs> some need, you know, just depending on where we are. So. But we all recognize we have to collaborate, right? We've got to bring in that plumber, bring in the electrician, and they are specialists. But they're going to have to come in and collaborate a little bit, or you're going to have somebody who is trying to put electricity in a water pipe, and I've learned that that's not a good thing. (laughs) Um, So using that analogy, I would say that one-room schoolhouse still has a lot of needs and a lot of different houses um, within it. So I believe we can all collaborate. So in 100 years, I really think we're going to look at Every room, and just go. Yep, there are differences, and yep, I'm teaching a lot of different ways. But that's what our CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are doing. That's what we all recognize when we walk into Walgreens and we have a, a greeter who says, "Hi, welcome." And you realize that person maybe has some neurodiversity that you know is not typical for us. And that's like, all right, hey, you're different. That's cool. And so, in a hundred years, I think we're collaborating far better. We're really recognizing, and I think we're starting to do that at this 100-year celebration. Like We're celebrating differences. And I think people are truly doing that, really or wanting, maybe I should say. We're, we're really wanting to do that. That's why diversity, equity, inclusion is so big in companies and not just in schools. We're really looking to, what, do we, what can we do better? So I think we're gonna get better. It's slow road, but I think we're, that one-room schoolhouse is gonna have a lot of people collaborating for it, in it. Well, and it's interesting. I
1: have one other quick follow-up there, and this
2: is kind of my last question
1: for you, but I think also coming out of this time of change in services from online, face-to-face, hybrid, mm, back, yeah. um, do you see that that contractor
2: having different ways
1: kids might even be going to yeah, school? Yeah,
2: without a doubt, and if you think about universal design for learning is that all those multiple means, right? If, if I am having a contractor, I might have somebody who is just going to Zoom with me and talk about my needs. I'm going to have others who recognize, no, you need to come out and physically show me what you're talking about <laughs> and map it on the floor because I don't get it. Um, but definitely, there's so many people I've talked to who have said, you know, actually, the pandemic for me was good. Um, I recently published a, a T care newsletter. It's a peer-reviewed newsletter. And one of the authors was a junior in high school from West Virginia. And she wrote so articulately that she has dyslexia. And she said, finally, what this did was it leveled the playing field. All my teachers who have told me in the past, I, I'm not allowed to give you more time. Well, now everybody had till midnight to turn it in. And that, those hours made a difference for me. Every one of my teachers who said, I can't figure out the technology to let you use, you know, whatever your devices are. Now was like, oh, you have devices. Thank God. You know, I need those. So from the perspective, obviously, pandemic's hard. Awful. But I do think it's made us recognize that, again, not only do kids learn differently or do we teach differently, but let's embrace that. Let's learn from that and then move forward from there. And I think that's what we've been doing. Again, slowly, this is not a quick process. I'm always about baby steps. But I do think we're doing a better job and we're learning.
0: Well, Wendy, thank you for helping <laughs> us see the field in, in a new way with a new model. We're going to take your construction model, and we'll build on it. Oh, <laughs> my God.
1: I'm
2: <laughs> Nice.
1: Well, thank you for joining <laughs>
0: us, Wendy. Uh,
1: we appreciate you, and you really have been impactful both as a friend and as a leader in the field. Yay. So thank you for that. And so if you have questions, please send us a tweet at Access Practical or post a question to our Facebook page. Thanks.
2: Thank you.